0: Hard to believe that I have done 81 episodes of this podcast. Like, seriously. What's going on? It's D. Scott. Inside the Mind of D. Scott is the name of the podcast. Uh, If you haven't done it already, of course, you can subscribe to it. You can like it. You can follow it. Uh, You could share it with your friends, which I think would be absolutely amazing if you would do something like that. Share it. And uh, also, if you want to share it with your enemies, that would probably be a good thing as well. Like just kind of send it to them and be like, you should listen to this because I don't like you. And this podcast is kind of silly. And you'd be 100 percent correct in saying so, Um, of course. I did one last week. I'm trying to do these on a weekly basis now just to try to stay relevant and uh, to keep the content coming and keep you informed and what's going on in my life because, well, after all, I have the most uh, amazing life in the world, right? Yep, it's the most interesting thing that I have going on. That would be my life. Uh, In the past week, let's see. What have I done? I worked and... Oh, excuse me. And I worked and uh, I did some more work Friday night. Got to go out with the girlfriend, which was fun. Went to uh, Funny Bone, which is uh, one of the comedy clubs here in Albany, New York. I know there are funny bones all over the country. Uh, We do have one here in Albany, New York, which is where I am stationed stationed as if I was in the military, uh, which is where I live actually uh is Albany, New York. It's right in our mall, as a matter of fact, one of our malls, it's in Crossgates Mall. We saw a comic whom I can't think of his name off the top of my head. So I have to look him up real quick because well, I want to give him um I guess I want to give him credit albanyfunnybone.com Be, uh, bear with me here uh getting to the website. Uh, Let's see if I can actually find the guy that was at at a, at a Funny Bone this past week. Uh, Oh, here it is. His name was is uh, Ronan Hirschberg. Ronan Hirschberg went and saw him on Friday night at uh, gates Mall at the Funny Bone. Decent show, had me laughing a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I have my standards set too high because the last two comedy shows I went to were. Funny or was uh funny bone Jesus um was carrot top and then Bill Burr were the last two stand ups I saw then we saw Ronan, uh Ronan, I think yeah I think I'm saying his name right on Friday it was decent, free show, we got free tickets to the show which was which was pretty awesome, uh so we did that. And then uh, on Saturday, went out on a friend's boat, and uh, I am currently dealing with the fact that uh, I did some day drinking yesterday, and uh, I was in the water. See what you do. We went out on Saratoga Lake. Uh, if you're not from from the Capital Region, you have no idea what Saratoga Lake is. But we took a friend's boat out on the lake on Lake Sar- Saratoga Lake. Jesus, uh, Saratoga Lake. And uh, we went over to this area where a lot of boats just anchor and you kind of hang out in the water and, uh, you know, you play water games or you just kind of hang out and spend some time with your friends and family and everything like that. So it's like this big gathering of boats. And uh, I had no intentions of getting in the water because I figured, oh, the water's got to be freezing. Right. And it actually wasn't too bad. It was like the water temperature, I think, was around 70, which really isn't so bad. So I ended up getting in the water Uh, issue is is that I forgot or I neglected to put on any kind of sunscreen whatsoever. So today I am dealing with um, sunburn, like really, really bad sunburn. It, it, it's kind of uncomfortable to be wearing a shirt, though it's recommended when I leave the house that I wear a shirt, especially if I want to go into places. Uh, as, you know, I'm, I'm at work, so I can't be um, shirtless here at the radio station Um, but yeah, my biceps, my chest down to about the middle of my stomach and then, uh, my back completely red. And when I say red, like if you think back to the color of what the bat phone looked like in the, uh, the 1970s Batman TV series, that's kind of the color that I have on my back and my shoulders and my arms. So a little bit uncomfortable there. Stupid of me to, uh, not put on sunscreen, and then also do some drinking so that, you know, it just kind of was like, ah, whatever, and I couldn't really feel it. And then by the end of the day, I was like, ooh, this is going to suck. Uh, another thing that sucked was on our way back. So we get done. We're hanging out for a little bit. We were eating, and we were having some fun and drinking and a lot of laughs. and uh So we're heading back to uh, take the boat out of the water and, and go about our day. And, well, I was wearing a hat, and it was my brand-new Durham Bulls hat which I got to go along with the Crash Davis jersey that I recently bought. Uh, if you're not sure who Crash Davis is, it was the Kevin Costner character in uh, Bull Durham, the movie, the classic baseball movie, Bull Durham. So I got the hat and I was wearing it and uh, I wore it out to where we were going and uh, the hat stayed on my head, which I was, which I was happy with. Um, on the way back... Not so much. Apparently, I, I, the wind just caught it right and blew it right off the top of my head into the lake. We did not go back for it. So that means that I need to purchase myself a new Durham Bulls hat because that hat that I had is now floating around Saratoga Lake somewhere. Someone is going to find it, I would assume, and either A, think someone drowned in the lake and then they're going to search for a body, or B, they're just going to be like, oh, a hat. It's mine now, and uh, and, and take it and, and clean it up, and they're going to have themselves a brand new Durham Bulls hat, so congratulations to you while I go out and I have to purchase a brand new Durham Bulls hat. Uh, I also figured out yesterday that day drinking is not for me um, at all, not, not even a little bit. My girlfriend and I got back to the house, and we pretty much just slept the rest of the day, um, watched some TV, a little bit of TV. We took naps, multiple naps. Uh, and that was kind of it. And spent the rest of the day yesterday just kind of lounging in bed and relaxing and trying to recover. I uh, I did start watching the Elvis movie, which is uh, free on HBO Max if you have HBO Max. So I started watching that, and I fell asleep during it. Now, I we had started watching it the other day. I got about 20 minutes to a half hour into it, and uh, I, I fell asleep for that. It was, like, at night, too. So it was like, all right, I got to get to sleep. So I was like, well, we'll pick up, and uh, I'll watch I watched the rest of this movie cuz I didn't think I was going to need a nap. I was feeling pretty good. Like I wasn't I wasn't tired. I wasn't, you know, it was I was just I was good. So I started watching it and then I woke up and there was 40 minutes left in the movie. So, needless to say, I'm going to have to sit down in front of the uh, TV again and watch the entire Elvis movie, which I have heard nothing but great things about. And, of course, the parts that I have seen uh, were very, very good. I don't know if you've seen the Elvis movie yet, but um, from what I understand, it is uh, it is mostly accurate. I think they took a few liberties in the movie, but I know the uh, Presley estate has signed off on that movie. So, And like I said, the parts that I did see were... We're good, so would I recommend it based on what i 've seen of it? Yes, I would recommend the movie uh, you find out about the colonel and uh how much of a, a bag he was really and and just like took from Elvis Presley and manipulated him and stuff like that um, but it was so far so good uh, we 're going to we 're going to sit and watch the whole thing again at some point. I also started watching the Many Saints of Newark, which is the prequel movie. To the Sopranos, which if you're uh, if you're around my age and you grew up watching the Sopranos on uh did I say Sopranos? The Sopranos. That that's how I talk. I don't say Sopranos. I also don't say vase or my aunt. It's my aunt in a vase. Um, not quite bougie like that. Regardless of what you think the pronunciation is of the, it's a vase. I call it a vase or my aunt. Not like the little bugs. My aunt. Anyway. Um, So I started watching The Many Saints of Newark. Um, I think I made it about an hour into it, if that. And uh, I like it so far. I'm trying to figure out, like, who is who at this point because nothing is really explained. I figured out which one Tony Soprano was, and I figured out Uncle Junior, and I figured out Tony's sister, uh, whose name um, slips my mind right now. But um, somebody and I figured out who his dad was as well. So we're we're working our way through it. And Tony had just reached his teen years by the time I was like, all right, I need to go to bed for the evening. Uh, so we're going to I'm going to pick up watching that. So that that's kind of what I've been up to so far. Uh, also, frustration because, well, it's it's no secret that I'm a Yankee fan. I've done episodes on what the Yankees need to do on this podcast. And uh, it's it's just been. A very, very frustrating couple of months here since uh the Yankees decided to suck and it was like you know July and august were were tough as Yankee fans, and September not starting out very fantastic. We went into the all star break we as if I'm on the team. The Yankees went into the all star break, I think fifteen games up. In the American League East, uh, also holding the best record in baseball, that has since dissipated. They are no longer the best team in baseball. I believe the Mets have that honor, or the Dodgers. Um, but the Mets, Dodgers, and Astros have better records than the Yankees at this part at this point. And uh, the Yankees just look terrible. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. They lost two to one yesterday, uh, last night, which would have been September third. Uh, Aaron judge hit his 52nd home run in the top of the ninth inning to at least get them on the board. So they didn't get shut out. They were shut out on Friday night, four to nothing. And it's just been extremely, extremely frustrating. And uh, generally I can say like, here's what we need to start working on or what they need to start working on. And here's what they should be doing. And I don't have that. Like, I don't know how to fix the offense. I don't even, and it wouldn't matter. It's not like they're going to listen to anything I say. And I, you know, all my vast knowledge of the sport of baseball and coaching at the major league level where I have zero experience whatsoever. So obviously these are just, it's just my opinion on what they should do, but the offense has just been completely stagnant. Like they've had some bursts of, uh, bursts of energy or offense. I guess you could say where it looked like the Yankees from the first half of the season when they were just playing well above their pay grade, I suppose. Um, because now they just look terrible. The at bats are just junk. They 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 look disinterested. They look like, you know, they they look like the trials and tribulations of what's going on offensively have gotten to every single player on the team except for Aaron Judge, whom, by the way, is chasing history as a New York Yankee. Of course, the, uh, the Yankees' home run record is 61, set by Roger Maris in 1961. So he, Aaron Judge, he, Aaron Judge, is on pace to break Roger Maris's 61 home run record. However, I don't know how much they're really going to pitch to Aaron Judge, they being the opposition at this point, because nobody else in the lineup is doing anything. So really, what purpose do they have in throwing him pitches that are worth a damn? he's probably not going to see many pitches in the strike zone because of all the people in the lineup that can hurt you and or beat you, it would be Aaron Judge. So if he's got guys on base, probably not going to see any real good pitches. If he's coming up and it's a close game and there's nobody on, they're probably going to walk him. The only way you're going to see pitches or see teams pitch to Aaron Judge at this point is if they're up four or five, Judge is coming up, and a solo home run really isn't going to make a difference in the score because yes, it'll be a run and you might give them the momentum, but chances are you're not going to, I mean, judge hit that home run last night against the Rays in the uh, top of the ninth. He led off the inning with a home run and, uh, it just fell by the wayside. The next three batters came up and did nothing. Josh Donaldson struck out. I think we got a ground out from whomever was up after Donaldson. Uh, DJ LeMahieu, I think it was, or no, Do- uh, LeMahieu came up. He was batting second? So LeMahieu came up and I think grounded out or popped out. Flew. He flew out. To deep, he flew out to a fairly deep center. So at least he, he made solid contact. And then Donaldson struck out. And uh, I think Glaber Torres was up as well, and he grounded out, I believe, and then game over. So, you know, if if nobody is getting that – if if the if Judge hitting a home run and getting you back in the game where you're only down a run in the top of the ninth is not enough to motivate you to, uh, to do better at the plate and be a little bit more patient and uh, work those at-bats like the Yankees were doing early on in the season – then I don't know what else could possibly motivate these guys. I I got done watching the game last night and I looked at my girlfriend. I go, I'm sorry if I'm if I'm Aaron Boone or if I'm Aaron Judge for that matter, who is the leader of that team. I'm going into the locker room, I'm kicking out all the press, I'm locking the door, and I'm yelling at my team. I'm doing something to try to motivate these guys because that 15-game lead that we had going into the second half of the Major League Baseball season is now down to four games over the the Tampa Bay Rays. So not only are they not the best record in baseball anymore or the best record in the American League, they are slowly but surely starting to lose their lead in the American League East, which would, you know, if you win the American League East, you don't have to play in the uh, in the play-in game or anything, you don't have to play in the wild card game. So um we're slowly starting to watch that slip away, which scares me because the first half and I don't know I don't know what it is uh, with the Yankees, I don't know if the first half they just played well above their talent level or their their abilities, and now in the second half we're seeing who the Yankees really are, or if the first half is who the Yankees really really are, and now the second half just the entire team is slumping because and it's it's not I, and I say the entire team I mean offensively the entire team is slumping because the pitching is doing great the pitching only gave up two runs last night to the Rays and. That's that was early on in the game that the Rays scored the two runs, so they score the two runs, and then you know they hold them the rest of the game and they keep them right there, keeping the Yankees in the game. Even a four-run deficit like they had on Friday night, losing four nothing, four runs is not insurmountable for the New York Yankees. It's not. It's not for that offense and the way they played in the first half. But now two, three, four runs, even one run, you go, oh my god! Like you just have this feeling like they can't, they can't turn this around, they can't catch up in this game, they can't come back. And it's like, where did that go? So it's not the pitching. We can't fault the pitching whatsoever for giving up a couple of runs. Like, you can't shut out every team. Like You know what I mean? So the pitchers are going to give up hits, and they're going to give up a few runs per game. But if you're only—I mean, the Yankees went into the ninth inning last night with two hits. Two hits. They had four hits the night before. They had one hit, I think, just recently. I mean, they've been no hit this year. They've they have gotten through games getting shut out, which I believe they've been shut out 12 times this season. Uh, they were no hit earlier in the season. It's just—I don't know what's going on, and I, I wish— that I could, you know, offer up some sort of resolution for that, but I really don't have one. And the reason being is I don't have that kind of mind. I'm I'm sorry, you know, and even if I had an answer, would it be right? I don't know. But the guys that are close to the Yankees on the Yankee broadcast and the guys that do the analyzing for the games and stuff, even they are like, I don't know what they can do. I, I, don't, I don't know. So been very, very frustrating the second half of the uh, of the baseball season as a Yankee fan. Uh, What else is going on? I mean, it is Labor Day weekend. I do have another podcast that I'm involved in. I know it's like every time I come on, I got something new working with podcasts. Right. Of course, we have Psychic on the Scene that I do with Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons-Polito. I now have a podcast that I'm producing and uh, partial co-host on, which is called the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish Um Bobby Fish for the press, professional wrestling fans, I'm sure you know the name. He was in AEW, he was in WWE on the on the NXT shows. Um he's been in Ring of Honor, he was in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He actually graduated from the same high school I have. I have known Bobby my entire life. Um we were born the exact same day our parents were um I guess roommates at the hospital that we were born in so he started a podcast and I'm part of it I'm I'm putting the whole thing together and uh it's 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 actually now first and foremost I had no idea that this was a thing but um there are charts for podcasts I didn't I did not know this right and um the undisputed podcast has actually been in the top 20 on Apple Podcasts in the United States for the past couple of days. It's it's hovering around the 15 mark. It's gone up to like, you know, 13 maybe, down to 17, but hovering right around that 15th biggest wrestling podcast in the country. And our name is in there with names like Kevin Nash, Jim Cornette, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's, it's just unbelievable. So for me, it's unbelievable. So if you're a professional wrestling fan and you want to take a little peek behind the quote-unquote curtain, with Bobby Fish. It's called the Undisputed Podcast. Very very easy to find The uh, the artwork that you're going to see for it Is Bobby kind of doing the throat slit thing that he does And uh, it, it's Bobby Fish So it's kind of easy to figure out Which podcasts are So if you could go and like that And subscribe to that podcast uh, Share that with your friends Share that with your, uh, your professional wrestling fans And let's keep going We got two episodes out We kind of went through some stuff of Getting everything started Or you know just kind of introducing the podcast And then we did a podcast On the early days of Bobby's professional Wrestling career, uh, getting you know getting discovered, heading over to Japan to do some work. Uh, he tells a great story about um, working with Jeff Hardy recently and uh, possibly having a slight accident. In the ring. So it's the Undisputed podcast if you want to check that out. And like I said, anything I'm involved in, if you could help. I mean, you support this podcast. So why would you not support my other uh, projects as well? Right. Psychic on the scene and also the Undisputed podcast. You can hear them both on the platform that you're listening to this podcast. So aside from liking or sharing or subscribing to this podcast, do the same on the Undisputed podcast and also the Psychic on the scene podcast. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, I would love to get into more stuff that was going on, but it was kind of a mundane week outside of the uh, ridiculous sunburn that I got and uh, the comedy show that I went to and and watched half of movies. Like That's kind of how it's boiled down. So uh, if you take anything away from the podcast today, it would be that if you're going to hang out and uh, wade in the water of a lake – and your, your stomach and up your upper body is going to be uh, um, exposed to the sun, use sunscreen unless you want to get uh, sunburn. Look at that. You know, just a little lesson from Daddy D. Scott, right, because you know clearly I have no idea what I'm doing. Also, don't wear a brand-new hat out on a boat because it will blow off and float away into the lake. Just it, It'll happen. Uh, we'll do another one next week. Uh, I do have some guests coming soon. On the podcast, my boys J.V. and Tej are going to be on the podcast joining me um, relatively soon, I think, because they just had a single come out. uh, They just had a single come out. It's called The Life, available on all streaming platforms. The Life. It's J.V., those two letters, J.V. and Tej. D-E-E-J. Song is absolutely fantastic. Love my boys Jeff and Tim, uh, so we'll get them on the podcast relatively soon. Go check out their single. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that too. And then, uh, like I said, follow those other podcasts: the Undisputed Podcast and Psychic on the Scene. I would I would greatly appreciate your support on those as well. We got anything else? We got we got anything else to talk about? I don't think we do. Uh, I'm going to go now. You enjoy your week. We'll chat next weekend. I'll be back with another episode and. Maybe have a little bit more to talk about and less complaining about the New York Yankees. I God can only hope, or one can only hope. God, God doesn't need to hope him. I don't even know if God's a Yankee fan, um, but one can only hope that by next week I'm going well. The Yankees seem to have turned it around and they've won eight in a row. And and I I just have a hard time believing even what I'm saying at this point. Um, so that's all. I, I guess we're gonna go away now. Like, share, subscribe uh d scott radio at yahoo.com is the email address if you got anything you want to hear me talk about or whatever shoot me an email just tell me how much you like the podcast i don't care or tell me how much you dislike the podcast whatever it's all good uh and that's it we'll chat next week